It's time for Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now let's join your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Live show, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Let's get your reaction to tonight's game as BYU falls to UAB in the Independence Bowl, 31 to 28. Chime in on Twitter. You can tweet at me at Ben Bags. Just a couple of post-game thoughts for myself is what a spectacular game for Tyler Algier, who becomes BYU single season rushing leader. Just over 1,600 yards on the season, 192 on 27 carries today. He was a workhorse, averaging seven and 7.1 yards a, a, a game or, or a carry. And it was such a great game by Tyler Algier. It's it's almost it's it's heartbreaking that it was overshadowed by a three point loss to UAB. Uh, but I, I don't want to for, I don't want to overshadow the fact that Tyler Algier had, had not just a great game but a phenomenal season for BYU. He's got a big decision to make in the upcoming weeks, and I, I don't know that he could choose wrongly in that decision because he's either going to go to the NFL and make some money, or he's going to come back and make it take a shot for BYU, a legacy at BYU uh, that will be an impressive one at that but BYU falls 38 to 21 and to me this game came simply down to defensive stops UAB got them BYU didn't on third and fourth down conversions or attempts UAB was 11 of 16 on the game uh or, or BYU just 6 of 16 both both teams getting 16 opportunities on third and fourth downs. UAB converts 11 of them. BYU, only six of them. And that was the difference of the game. Uh, David Nixon talked about it at halftime with me. That the BYU defense had to find ways to get off the field, and they were, un they were unable to do it. McBride and Brown were able to make the conversions on the third and fourth down rushing plays for UAB, and BYU wasn't able to stop them. And that's what really hurt the Cougars to uh, tonight in the Independence Bowl. They fall 31 to 28 coming up next we'll check some scoreboards from bowl games and also get you a score from uh the women's basketball action earlier today that's coming up next on the byu creamery college or cougar post game live show continue next on the new skin byu sports network you named your son steve jimmer and lavelle 1984 is a place of joy to you not a dystopian book your blood runs blue despite what science says you're BYU, and we get you. Because we give it our all to ensure the Cougs can too, be it injury prevention, rehabilitation, or orthopedic surgery. And we do the same for you. Intermountain Utah Valley Hospital, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of The Apple Seat, filled with stories for you and your family, all kinds of tales from all kinds of tellers. And on today's episode of the show, you'll hear a story from Sid Lieberman. How does a master storyteller feel about the craft of storytelling? Listen to Zen and the Art of Story. Welcome back to the BYU Radio Studios, where you just listen to BYU 
Following three points short of the Independence Bowl, 31-28, UAB gets the victory over BYU. BYU a 10-3 season. Very, very impressive season for BYU. Fortunately, ends with a loss in the Independence Bowl. Checking some scores around college football as bowl season's upon us. Lots of games today uh, for, for bowls as they get started uh, full steam ahead. A couple of finals in the New Mexico Bowl. Fresno State beats UTEP 31-24. to In the Boca Raton Bowl, Western Kentucky beats Appalachian State 59-38. to other than the BYU-UAB game, those are the two finals in the bowls. One game in the second quarter, that's the Lending Tree Bowl. Eastern Michigan and Liberty. Liberty currently has a 19-10 lead. That game's got 12, uh, 11 minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, next game up on tap for bowl season, the L.A. Bowl. Uh, that's Utah State, Oregon State. That's coming up in just a, about a half an hour from now. And then later tonight, 23rd ranked Louisiana takes on Marshall. Earlier today at the Marriott Center, uh, the BYU Cougars, the women's basketball team, continues their winning ways, bouncing back from their only loss on the season against Oklahoma with a 71-53 win over Washington State. Paisley Harding had 20 points in the game to lead the Cougars. Three other Cougars scored in double figures. We'll have more of the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game live show coming up after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Ben Bagley for more Cougar Post Game live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Live Show, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. My name is Ben Bagley, and some final thoughts on the bowl game and the season for BYU. As this will be the final post game show uh, for BYU this season, as BYU falls to UAB in the Independence Bowl, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, in the game, we got to see uh, Tyler Algier cap a fantastic season off as he breaks the single-season rushing record. And I think his first carry of the second half, which went for a touchdown of 64 yards, just solidified what Tyler Algier means to this team. They needed a score coming out of the locker room. They got it, and they got it in fantastic fashion from Tyler Algier. That and BYU finishing the season 10-3. and three. Granted, it ends on a loss, and it's hard in the moment to look past the loss. But BYU fans, remember, this team, 10-3 and three on the season, 6-1 and one versus Power 5 teams, in what might have been the – you can argue one way or the other, but I think this may have been the most difficult schedule a BYU team has faced as an independent, and you finish the season 10-3 and three with a 6-1 and one record against P5 teams, going 3-2 and two versus G5 teams. That's impressive. That's something that when the pain subsides from a loss today, which it shouldn't take too long, frankly, you think about what great things Kalani Sataki and this team accomplished this year. And if you even want to stretch it out, you look at last year going 12 and one, finishing 22 and four over the last two seasons. So take that and think about that. Think about what this team has done and what they could do again next year as that season is only about eight months, nine months away uh, as BYU football continues to roll on as it becomes a year-round thing. The Cougars are in good shape under Kalani Sataki and they got some good good players coming back and maybe even more good players of uh, Tyler Algier and a few others decide to come back 
and help BYU next year. So think about that. That's my Christmas gift to you, BYU uh, fans out there, uh, as a positive thought to end the show as you think about what this team's done over the last two years and what they're capable of doing in, the, in, in, in adding another year to that in a three-year span, which is pretty phenomenal and a great way to cap off a little over a decade of an independent football uh, era of BYU football as brighter things are on the horizon as the Big 12 is now a season away for, for BYU football. That's going to wrap things up for, for me. I am Ben Bagley. And before I sign off, just a Merry Christmas to all the BYU fans out there. A happy holiday and have a safe, safe holiday. I hope you enjoy this time of year and enjoy it with your fellow BYU fans and your family. That's going to do it for the BYU Creamery Post Game Live Show. Your final score, BYU Falls 31-28 in the Independence Bowl to UAB. The Big O Tires Cougar Locker Room Show is next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to post-game coverage of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our coverage continues with the Big O' Tires Cougar Locker Room Show. Stop by local Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to 31-28 UAB over BYU. Head coach Kalani Sitake and players talking to the media here at the Independence Bowl. Let's head to that Zoom press conference. Uh, you know, and, and not take away from the I don't want to just say that because I think UAB played a fantastic game and a great game plan. And uh, I've said this before, Fox is a great coach. I saw the credit to those guys for getting this win. It was a tough game for us, but we're going to learn from this and get better. Uh, obviously, we have some guys that aren't going to be here uh, next year, but for those guys that are coming back, we talked about them in the locker room. But, it's a chance for us to get better and to keep improving. Uh, still a fantastic season. Uh, it, just, it just hurts because of this game. And I said before, I, I told the team that it was gonna, today was going to hurt anyway because we have to say goodbye to some people. It just hurts even more when you lose. It's a lot easier to say goodbye when you win. But uh, great experience for us throughout the season. And I think the, uh, I still want to show appreciation to the people who are in for it. It's been amazing to us. Uh, even though the game didn't go our way, we really had a great time here. Enjoy, enjoy the hospitality and enjoy getting to know uh, players and the coaches on the UAB side. So um, we'll get back from this, we'll learn, and we'll keep going. But um, yeah, let's leave it at that. An excellent game, just leave it our way. But we'll get better. Um, what was the thing that you say that you learned? Yeah, I felt like this entire season, this entire season, we. Uh, not that we could, uh, and, and when you're looking at who we played, it was difficult because we were, uh, I don't know if we ever put together 60 great minutes together as a team, and that's my job as a coach. But in this game, I, and yet, I, I do want to credit to the opponents that we played, um, and then we have a lot of young guys step up and make plays, we have a lot of depth. But uh, when you say stuff like that, I feel like it diminishes the other team's uh, efforts and their style of so I don't as a, as a, for me, evaluating our team, our program, I have to find ways to get better. That, that starts with me as a head coach, and then uh, we'll go from there. But that's uh, my game plan from what we saw a lot of cases from UAB. And uh, so there's, there's a lot of ways to, once the season is done, I have to evaluate everything, find ways to get better as a program. We did 
that last year. We just did this event and we had this year and got a loss. So hopefully we can get our guys hungry because that would be a key for us. Welcome back and head down to the Zoom press conference. Not great audio quality. We'll do what we can to bring you more from Kalani and players after this on the new skin, BYU Sports. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. They have a Zoom press conference underway here and in Shreveport. Uh, BYU falls to UAB 31-28. The audio quality is not optimal. Uh, it's a little bit of a struggle down there, but we're going to head back down and get a few more words from Kalani Sitake and players in the Zoom press conference after BYU's three-point loss here in the Independence Bowl. Well, I think Oregon was reaching out to with that arm. I just don't being around this guy, so that's not the problem. These guys do a lot to me, so yeah. I'm looking around our players are off the moon. So it's okay. We're going to have to leave that, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, we're back with you here live in the press box. We wish the quality were better, uh, but the bowl is giving us an audio feed that's just not uh, that arable right now. So we apologize. Uh, we are limited by technology. Uh, the only way we can get press conference audio to you is via the Zoom, and that Zoom sounds like that. So we apologize for that. We'll take another break. Uh, we will hope to have uh, players, and ideally we'll have Kalani on the headset as we continue here from Shreveport, BYU falls to UAB. 31-28 is our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Independence Stadium here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson in the booth, Mitchell Jurgens down in the Cougar locker room area. We believe we'll be able to head down uh, to the field and hear from Pepe Tanovasa uh, momentarily. The Zoom press conference uh, audio wasn't uh, as good as it needed to be for us, so we're leaving that press conference and getting Mitch back out onto the field as soon as we can. That is the plan. BYU falls to UAB today by a score of 31-28 to in the 2021 Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. And UAB now 4-1 and in its last five games. Decided by one score, another tight game goes the way of the Blazers in this one. And uh, let's uh, head down to field level, and uh, Mitch is putting the headset on Pepe Tanovasa. We appreciate Pepe taking a second. So Pepe just popping the headset on right now. Some more media due days for Pepe. Pepe, thanks for the time. I know it's tough to talk after this one, but we appreciate you spending a minute or two with us. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, so uh, now that you've been through this game and this season, uh, what are just the freshest thoughts you have? Oh, fresh thoughts. I mean, frustration, obviously, but more love, um, love for the guys in the locker room, um, especially those seniors who, who this will be the last time we'll play with them. Um, but they're our brothers for life, so just love. Pepe, obviously their running back McBride is a really good player. Their quarterback um, completed 83% of his passes for three touchdowns. For me, I didn't expect that coming in. Were, were these guys who, who you thought they were, or did they uh, come out and, and, and do some things differently than maybe uh, you and your defensive teammates prepared for? You know, I, 
I don't believe that they did anything differently. Uh, they just they just executed better than us. And you know, all props to to UAB, um, their quarterback and their running back, especially they um, they balled out. And um, uh, props to them; they deserve it. So, where did this game uh, turn the way of UAB? The way you look at it, the way you played it. You know, I, I don't think we we uh, helped ourselves in the beginning with the 14-0 start. Um, I think if if a few plays go different uh, ways in the first quarter, you know, things can be different. But you know, it's on it's on us as on the leadership as on the team to to really rally back. And I'm just proud of the guy the way that we fought till the end, um, and the class that we that we showed. So proud of our guys. Uh, more about Dwayne McBride. As good a back as you've seen this year, the way he ran it, 22. Yeah, yeah he he ran really hard. Really, uh, really tough. Uh, their offensive line was very, was very disciplined, and it was good. they were good at the, what they did. Um, yeah, solid player. Pepe, so what does it look like? Um, you know, obviously heading into the holiday season, finals are over with. Uh, you know, what is what's the messaging before everybody kind of heads home, and then you regroup again for winter conditioning ahead in spring ball? Uh, the message from from coach and the message in the locker room is all about love. You know, we love. We love every one of our seniors. We love every one of our freshmen and everyone in between. Uh, we love everyone, regardless of the mistakes that they made um, in the game, and we love them even more for it. So it's love, and this offseason is going to be key for us. Um, but right now, winter break, going to go celebrate Christmas with my family and um, get my wife some awesome Christmas presents. Double-digit win season for BYU. You guys end the year at uh, at 10-3, and three. one more transition season before the Big 12. Uh, how do you look back on this year right now? As I look back, I think I'm most going to, mostly going to remember the relationships I've made with these guys. You know, this is the last time that we'll ever play um, with this with this squad. And so really I'll remember the relationships I've made with those seniors and, and look forward to for the relationships I'll make um, Did, this next year. And one more thing about the game, uh, Pepe. Did it feel like you guys were on the field? I'm talking about the defense now. Uh, a, a long, like, did it feel like you were on the on, on the field longer than you needed or wanted to be in the second half? You know, there there's a, cu- a few key third downs that we, um, if we execute a little bit better, um, I think it changed the tide of the game. But it didn't feel exactly like we were on the field for for that long. You know, they did a great job of clock management, but um, it didn't feel too that long. Uh, what can you say about a former defensive player in Tyler Algier and the game he had today, the season he had in 2021? I mean, it's just amazing. I'm just, I'm super excited to see, you know, what what his decisions are this this off season. But just super proud of him um, and the and his story. I mean, the the grit that that guy has is unbelievable. Super proud of him and especially of our O line who uh, helped make that possible. Pepe, thank you for the time. One more thing from Riley. Oh, sorry. Well, no, he got no. me all excited, Greg. Pepe, you say you're excited to see what what Tyler – does that mean he's coming back? No, I'm kidding. That's not, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's not your news to break. But uh, I, I anyway. honestly have no clue. Yeah. Well, here's, just, here's hoping. that We'd love to have him back. I, I know I would. Sounds like you would too, yeah? Yes. Yeah. We'd love to have him back. Awesome. Pepe, thank you very much for the day, uh, to, for the time today, uh, for the season this year. Uh, one and a half tackles for loss for you today. And on that note, before we let you run, how about Tyler today? Tyler Batty with three tackles for loss. He was a beast out there. Yeah, he he is amazing, and he's one of the leaders on our team. And some of the guys really rally around. Um, he played he played lights out. So shout out to Tyler. Pepe, thank you for the time. 
Thank you. Okay, happy holidays. Thank you very much. Pepe Tanovasa with us here in Shreveport. More Cougar football coverage after this on the new skin, BYU Sportsnet. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Shreveport, Louisiana. BYU falls to UAB 31-28 in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. BYU's Mason Wake has popped the headset on here at field level. Mason, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, man. Same, same thing to you that we had for Pepe. It's just like right, it's these immediate reactions. How do you put what happened today into perspective for us? Um, obviously, we wanted to come out with a win. Uh, we wanted to send the seniors off right, but, I mean, we just made a few mistakes, and they took advantage of it, and they played tough, but... Um, yeah, we just we're just disappointed. It's a gut check, but um, you never want to you want you never want to end the season with a loss. But we'll use this as motivation and be back next year. Mason, the weather. I mean, we were up here in a booth, and it's an enclosed booth. So uh, Mitch down there was braving the elements with you. But uh, Coach said at, at his halftime interview that the weather's no excuse. But the elements always do, you know, kind of affect the game. What effect, especially in the first half, when it, uh, when I think some of the wind was even unexpected. But what kind of effect did that have on yeah, on the ability to maybe execute it and, and get started fast, like you guys have done so much this season? Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough adjusting to it. Uh, we had warm ups. We were we were trying to catch the ball, and we were just figuring out to go no gloves, taped fingers, or or, or these these winter gloves that they have. But um, it was tough adjusting, and uh, we we were a little bit limited on some of the things we could have done. But um, Tyler. Tyler, obviously, he can do whatever in whatever weather, and um, yeah, just the, and then the wind was kind of kind of blowing, and then the, the rain kind of stopped, and uh, we got back to what we do, but um, just ultimately we couldn't we couldn't pull it out in the end. You guys have gotten the ball uh, late in games, either needing to go four minute mode and burn mode and, and end the game with the ball, or have to come back to score. You were in a similar situation again today, six minutes and change to play. I'm sure the mindset was really confident that we can get this done, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we look at every moment, and uh, no moment's too big for any of us, and uh, we're, we're mature in that way. We've come a long way as a team and individuals, and, uh, yeah, we just there was no panic. We were just saying on the sidelines how this is this is fun. Um, obviously, you want to blow people out, but, um, yeah, I mean, when it's close games like this, it's fun, and um, it's never too big of a moment for any of us. And uh, it just, just unfortunately, we had some plays not go our way, and, uh, but we were ready. Where where were you on the play that they called a fumble at the end that gave the ball back to UAB? Um, so I was I was blocking on Baylor's front side. I was blocking that DN and. Uh, so what I, did you see? I mean, I thought it was incomplete, but yeah. after I didn't really see a replay for some reason. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just heartbreaking. Sampson's done so much for us, and uh, we don't blame anything on anyone. But uh, we're just glad he came. He came here from Utah, and we're, we're proud of him. But yep. So Mason. Um, on your almost touchdown, you, you got tripped up like right on takeoff. Otherwise, you definitely would have got a touchdown on that. But, hey, I want to talk more about the window dressing. Obviously, we've seen that kind of flip under your shovel play um, a, a couple times. But I thought there was a new wrinkle with uh, – what do you guys call it when, when Baylor – when the quarterback sets and then rolls over his back shoulder? Do you, we used to call that dash. What do you guys call that? Um, so when he sets and runs over his back shoulder, we call that Daffy or Danny. Daffy, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it had a Daffy presentation, but then also the Tyler Algier had a screen presentation too, and you were kind of uh, in the middle of all that and caught the ball and were off to the races. Coach Roddick's going to take credit for it, but be honest, you were the one that drew that up for him, right? <laughs> um, I think it was – we stole it from the Chiefs. There's like a few different variations that we have. Um, but, yeah, we have we have a Chiefs play and then that play. And, um 
uh, yeah, we just he just rolls out. Tyler runs to the flat to, to draw attention, and Baylor rolls out, and I kind of just chill in there, and then our O-line just get, gets on the second level. And, uh, right when I caught the ball, there was no one, and so I just took off. Uh, I don't know. I got to watch the film to see if I look fast or not. Everyone was saying I was looking kind of fast, but, um, yeah, I just saw those, all, saw a few defenders converging right at me right, right when I was running to the goal line. So I tried jumping. It was probably a little too early. Um, but, yeah, I was just trying to get in. Hey, on that fourth and three, that was a big fourth and three, too. Hey, at this time, are are the opposing GAs, are they just not putting in the scouting reports? Like, why do the guys keep trying to go low on you? You're like, you're batting 100% on hurdles uh, in your career. But uh, <laughs> talk to talk to us about that move. Like, how did that, how did that even become your thing? Yeah, I mean, just ever since I was little, everyone was just going at my ankles, and so I just had to add that to my game so I can um, just 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 break off some plays and get some extra yards. But yeah, I'm sure they watch it. And I was talking to the guy that I jumped over, and he was just saying like he didn't know what to do, like he can't go high on me because then I'll run him over. So um, I'm just blessed that, to be able to have somewhat of a vertical. It's nothing. It's nothing pretty, but yeah, I just got over him just enough. Mason, quick final word from you on a 10 and three year for BYU. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a special season if you go 10 wins. We wanted the 11th win, and obviously everyone wants to go undefeated, but our coaches say only a few teams each year, so it's, it's really tough in college football, especially being BYU with um, having a target on your back, being 12th ranked. Um, there's Everyone's going to give you their best, and just unfortunately uh, we couldn't pull it in at the end and to send our seniors off. But, yeah, I mean, it's, we did a lot of special things this season, uh, Tyler breaking that record and just a lot of indiv individual awards. But, um, yeah, we just we just view that as like a, as, as a, it's a team reward. So, Yeah, Tyler was truly remarkable uh, tonight and this season for sure. Mason Wake, thank you uh, for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is Mason Wake. This has been the BYU Big O Tires Cougar Locker Room Show. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price on every tire plus. No credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Kalani Sitake next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Also by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. This is the Larry H. Miller Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. BYU falls to UAB, final score today, 31-28. BYU had a brief lead in this game, 28-24 in the fourth quarter. The Blazers win it to finish off their year 9-4. BYU falls to 10-3. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake joining us now on the headset. Our viewer, our, our listeners earlier uh, heard the Zoom press conference, but the audio quality wasn't great. We didn't hear a lot of what Kalani had to say, so really our first chance to uh, get a good summation of, uh, of Kalani, your post-game thoughts. Now that you've uh, had a few minutes to sit on this one, what, uh, what first comes to mind after falling by three here to UAB? Well, I mean, you, you know, my job is to keep evaluating the whole team and, and, and how we played, and, and so I'm always looking at what I could do better as a head coach to get our guys ready. I don't know if I did a good enough job getting our guys ready the entire season to play entire 60 minutes, and I'll work on that. You know, we have uh, a lot of reasons why um, it, it's not going as we're not playing as best as we could. One is that the opponents are doing pretty good, 
and uh, we have a lot of new guys. But I, whatever the reason is, I, I need to make sure that we're playing at our best and that we're clicking for all 60 minutes. And that's that's what my goal is to do. And um, I love our players, love our team. It just means it just means so much more here uh, when you play and you win, and even overcoming the losses. So I, I'm I'm really grateful to be here, and I'm gonna, I'm committed to finding a way to get our guys to play at our best. I think we're going to have a fantastic team returning in 22. Um, we'll just see what happens. But I, my goal is to get through this and learn from it. And um, But I wanted the players to know how much I love and appreciate them. And this was a great season, even though it uh, didn't, didn't end the way we wanted it to. Coach, does this season rank among the top as far as well, let me let me try and uh, frame it this way. I think that the team that started five and zero, if they were to play this team that was out here, you know, injuries and adversity and all and all those things, I, I think that five and zero team probably beats this one pretty good. Uh, and so it's, I mean, yeah, it's one twenty twenty one team, but it's really multiple teams because of the different lineups and circumstances and all those things. But as far as adversity that you've had to deal with from a personnel and trotting out different lineups at all different position groups from game to game, where does this one rank as far as? Uh, as far as turnover, as far as having to deal with that element of college football? Well, you know, we've had to deal with a lot of injuries in years past and didn't end up the way that we wanted with the 10-3 and three season. So this year, we're, we're obviously getting better, and our our team is deeper. It still sucks to lose, though, you know. And, and uh, But I, I promise you that we learn and we get better. I'm a better coach now than I ever was six years ago, and, and I, I like to think that I'm better now than I was even before this game. And so... Uh, I, I'm really trying to find ways to get better as a program overall. Uh, at first it was to get depth, and now we're going to get some extra um, resources to help us get better. It'd be foolish for us to just um, chalk this one up to as a, as a loss and not learn from it. I, I mean, it, it, it hurts to lose, but I promise you we're committed to finding ways to get better as a program and, and not finding excuses. I think it's easy to sit there and say, well, we're, we're, we're hurt and we're banged up and a bunch of new guys. I don't say that as an excuse. I'm just saying that I, I'm, I'm really proud of some of the guys that we played with. I mean, you look at the emergence of some of the guys like Ben Bywater on defense when you're losing Peyton Wilgar and you lose uh, Keenan Peely. And then you look at, like, Caleb Hayes and how he stepped up and Jacob Robinson, who was hurt today, but how those guys stepped up when we lost Keenan Ellis and others. There's, I can go down the line. I felt like we're almost running on fumes a little bit, but, man, our guys gave everything they had. And it, we just came short today. It was just, it was, it's hard to, to lose. I get it. But, man, we're going to learn and we're going to get better. We've One thing we've always proven is that we get better even from adversity. And I'm looking forward to get the 2022 season started. And it, it, it starts now. Tyler Algier was, I think, kind of running on fumes at the end of the USC game three weeks ago. But he had three weeks to kind of refill the tank. And, man, did he empty it out there today. Uh, 27 carries, 192 yards and three touchdowns, and he broke that Luke Staley single-season rush yardage record. He did, and he would give that record back just for a win. It, no, nobody uh, wants to win more than that kid, but, man, I'm so proud of him and just so thankful that he's on our team. Just like I'm thankful for Samson and, and all the other guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are hurting right now, and I want I want those kids to know, we talked about in the locker room, that this team's not complete without them, you know, and, and – um, I mean, Samson is hurting right now, but but if you watch, uh, I'll just tell you guys an example. There's, there's kids that are out here waiting to shake hands, and he was the last one off the field trying to give all these kids a, a great memory. And and I know that didn't work out well for him on the field, especially that play, that last play that he was on the field with. 
But, man, I'm so proud of having that young man in our program and the things that he's done cultural-wise for our, for our team. And, and uh, we'll miss him next year, but he's, he's had a, a deep impact in our program. Kalani, the, 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 only, ta- the only giveaway you had uh, came on the play, they said, was a Samson Nakua fumble recovered by the defense. When I saw it live, I thought it was being bobbled and never cleanly put away. Did you think of challenging it, and, are you, and, and why didn't you? Well, they, they said they were reviewing it. That's what that whole break was. They're looking at it and they're reviewing it. And so they, they said really challenging it doesn't do you any good because that's what they're doing already. Oh, so the, okay. uh, they assured us that they're looking at it over and over again, and they, can, they confirmed that it was a, a, a catch and a fumble. So, so they I, gave you word then? They told me that, that from their point of view and from what they saw as a catch and a fumble. And so I, I just got to go off of it. I mean, we're, you know, that's, that's – uh, sometimes that stuff happens, and, yeah. and, I, and I, I hate that it came down to that, but that's okay. We, uh, you know, we got to learn. We have, we have to learn and get better. Yeah, Coach, sorry not to belabor this one, but I think uh, for our listeners who have been with us for the whole broadcast, I may have led some astray as we were talking about that play. The, uh, I catch and define in college football, does it differ, for, is, does it differ from the NFL, and, and how is a catch defined uh, in that situation? Trust me, I was trying to find every definition <laughs> possible, and I was asking them, and it's like, you know, in, in that in that um, in that part, we're like, hey, okay, why does it make it a catch? And and then, I don't know. I just get. I I feel like uh, we didn't get all the answers, but that's okay. That that's why we have to secure the catch next time. And good lesson for everyone to learn. And um, they, they had a, a catch and a fumble as well that I thought might have been an incomplete uh, earlier in the game. But I, I mean, I, I'm not a ref, and I don't plan on being one ever. So I I think I'll just have to leave it up to them to do that. And teach our guys to be careful with the ball and possess it well and I mean we put the ball on the ground uh too many times today and and uh for my liking and that's my fault I I have to take ownership of it and make sure our guys play better with more urgency of really taking care of the football from the uh, rule book uh the catch is defined as when a player maintains control of the ball long enough to enable that player to perform an act common to the game, i.e., long enough to pitch or hand the ball, advance it, avoid or ward off an opponent, etc. Hmm. So they judged that Samson did at least some of those things, uh, and, and they called it a catch, and Kalani just told us, and that's why, because we saw the video replay official on the field and back up toward the sideline, we thought, well, why doesn't BYU challenge this? And they had already told you they have looked at it, and, you'd, and you weren't going to challenge a reviewed play is basically what you're saying. They said it would just be a waste because uh, they already reviewed it and, and, and decided on it already. So yeah. really all we would be doing is take just delaying the game because they weren't going to change their mind. And that's, that's I mean, that yeah. that that's unfortunate. But, but it, it's, I mean, gosh dang it, you look at that and you just find out there's just little, little things that happen throughout the game that I wish we could have back. And, uh, we felt like we had the momentum back, you know, after a rough start, being down 14 zip, and um, thought we had had it, had getting control and, and got that. I mean, we had them on fourth down, and you know, just didn't make the play. What's something you would want back? Yeah, just all the. I felt like they were just too efficient on 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 uh, on third down, and we weren't enough on. And we put ourselves in some fourth down situations that I don't like, you know, uh, offensively. I like going for it on fourth down, but. Man, I, I don't know if we needed to really be at fourth and uh, I don't know how many fourth downs we had, but it seems like we had two. We had to go for it too you many. Yeah, five. Times. You were two for five. Yeah, and and I felt like they were just kind of like you know, there's all the little things like on that uh, speed option on the option route uh, play with Bale. I think if he pitches it, I think Tyler runs for a while, you know. But it's just looking at these little mistakes and it, it's everybody. It's not just 
uh, one side of the ball. It, it's it's all together, all three phases. And, and I mean, we put the ball down on a, on a kickoff return. It's just all that stuff. It's just it's just sloppy, and that's my fault. By the way, you mentioned sorry before Riley here. You mentioned the three uh, the third down number, and uh, the third down number against you today uh, was actually the uh, the highest percentage against you on the season, 64 percent. Uh, they were nine of 14, and that's the highest number against you. Yeah, that's not good, and and um, we've got to figure that out. And I think we've got to uh, bulk up and get bigger on defense, and that's the front. And it'd be it'd be nice when we get Peyton Wilgar and Keenan Peely back, and Keenan Ellis and Chaz IU and all those guys back. So that that'll make uh, life a lot easier for us. But in the meantime, I saw some really good young guys step up and make plays. Ben Bywater, um, you know, Morgan Piper. Um, it's a lot of guys that I feel like. Am, they, they can really contribute and make us better, better team. Yeah, Coach, I mean, I'm, I, I was going to say, because we were belaboring that catch, it, it's easy for us fans, and, I, I'm, you know, I'm getting further and further away from my playing days, and I'm not in the game like you are. But I, from being a player, you, you understand so much more completely that you can never – a game – never boils down to a single play you can never hang as much as it feels that way as a fan it never hinges or hangs on a single play rather it's a culmination of of 60 minutes and you talked about how this team despite going 10 and 3 never quite put the 60 minutes together what adjustments are the leaders you uh, the leaders on the team you and your staff and all that you know what adjustments do you have to make in order to perhaps obtain that goal sometime next season or in seasons beyond I think sometimes the experience itself will, will be really good, but it's important for us to make those learning moments visible, right? So like a, a guy that thinks he's just a third stringer and not going to participate, uh, and then you see a guy like Jacob Boren playing on the field quite a bit. You see a guy like Matt Criddle on the field often and, and, and um, Ammon Hanneman, and you see Caleb Hayes playing on the field and Shimon Willis, all these guys that, that found themselves maybe third on the depth chart and were like, well, you know, it's, I think it's easy to say, well, I, I, maybe I'll never get in the game. Well, in this game and with this with this schedule that we play and the tough teams that we play, that happens. You're going to need guys to step up, and, and uh, hopefully the sense of urgency takes over. But it's important for me as a coach and for the other coaches as, on our staff to make sure that this is evident. That It's kind of like teaching. I think sometimes experience is the best teacher. Um, but it's it's really important for us to make sure that those learning moments are often and available and that we hit it over and over and over again. And I think they're going to be really sick of me talking about it by the time we get to spring ball. But in order for us to learn uh, the experience, it, it, it's, it's when you win, sometimes you get away with winning these games. Um, maybe you don't learn as much. When I, I plan on us learning as much as possible with this loss because it stings and it hurts right now. Our plan, Kalani, is to hand you over to BYU TV for a moment and then I think get, get you back for a final farewell in a few minutes if that's okay. Perfect. All right, we'll take a break. We'll have Kalani hop on to BYU TV, catch him there, and then we'll get Kalani back on headset for a final goodbye. And we'll also hear from UAB coach Bill Clark coming up as we continue. This is Larry H. Miller, Cougar Post Game Coach's show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. UAB 31, BYU 28, our final score from the Independence Bowl. UAB head coach Bill Clark picked up his 49th win today. He spoke to the media a short time ago. Since we got here on Tuesday, it was just it, it was as good as, as it could be. You can see why this, this bowl has been around so long and 
you know, from our police escorts to our hospitality room to the food. I mean, our guys, and you see them up here shaking their head, it was terrific. And uh, man, what a great experience for our guys. And that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted us to have a great experience. And we said all the time, this is, we were here to win a ball game. And secondly, I want to say, you know, what Coach Shataki and BYU's done, and, you know, hats off to them for a terrific season. Uh, they're class. They do it the right way. Um, they played hard. Um, you know, and, I, and once again, after meeting him, spend some time with him, I see why they've done what they've done. So I want to get those two things out of the way. You know, you look at the stats. I just looked at them. Boy, it was a, it was a close game. So proud of our start. You know, I mean, it was raining. It was windy. Uh, you know, how long did we have to warm up? Uh, our guys handled, you know, and, and I think this is how we prepared. This is how we worked all year, um, you know, but just really a total team effort, you know, and you can see these guys up here, but um, I'm going to start with the offense first. Man, what a way to finish the game. They answered time after time after time. We protected the ball in a rainy, um, windy environment. You know, we had that one tip ball that was just kind of funky. You know, give them credit, made a good play, but uh, we protected the ball. And then to win the game at the end, running the ball when they knew it was coming. Um, you know, and, and I know Debo's going to say the same thing. O-line, tight ends, block. We ran the ball hard, um, caught the ball, Dylan threw the ball well. Offensively, just a great game. I think defensively, um, you, know, you, know, you know, we knew how good their offense was going to be and how diversified they were. I thought we played well. You know, give them credit. We, we would like to have tackled better, but I think some of that goes to the running back, you know, how well he ran. And, you know, they really mixed it up well on us. We had the big takeaway at the end. Um, and his special team was super solid. We had, other than one ball with that slip through we got, uh, I was really proud of the special team. So just what a great team effort. So proud for our guys and, and, and really for, you know, for our program. All right, uh, Bill Clark, head coach of the UAB Blazers. His team defeats BYU 31-28 today. We will not have Cougar Nation now on today's broadcast. We're going to get you right into BYU basketball at Weber State at the top of the hour, but we will have our Inside, inside Scoop trivia contest right now brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Use the hashtag BYUCNN. Use the hashtag BYUCNN with your answer and tweet the answer to this question. Who holds BYU's career record for rushing attempts? We ask that because Tyler Algier today, in addition to the other records he broke, broke the single-season rushing attempt record held previously by Ronnie Jenkins. Did Ronnie also hold the career record? That's a question you can answer by using the hashtag BYUCNN. Who holds the BYU career record for rushing attempts? The first correct answer I get on my Twitter feed will receive two half gallons of famous BYU Creamery ice cream. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake putting back on the headset. And time for our valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs evaluation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And today's valuable stat is the number 1,601. That is Tyler Algier's rushing total for the season, breaking the previous mark held by Luke Staley at 1,582. As Kalani, you told us a moment ago, uh, Tyler would trade that number for the win. Certainly that's the case. But, man, what can you say about a guy that was your workhorse from game one through game 13? He set the new record for carries as well in a single season today. He was tremendous. He was, and, and I think he's a great example to – uh, the rest of the guys that are walk-ons that don't know if they'll ever get a shot, that, that uh, BYU is a great spot. We'll give guys a shot and give guys a chance. And, and uh, you know, I just said this on the BYU TV thing, is that that um, if you're looking at it and you look at our team and our program, you, you should be motivated that a guy like Tyler Algier can show up, work hard, and get and, and basically 
uh, reap his rewards. And so that that's the that's the thing that I, I I think he he knows he put in a lot of effort, and um, man he got blessed with it with with uh, the reward of making big time plays and and uh, making great memories. So, Coach, with uh, with every ending becomes a new beginning, and uh, you obviously had a bunch of uh, announcements of the early signing period. So, when uh, and we talked to Pepe and a couple of the other players, you know, they they get to go home and enjoy. But with this early bowl game, does that give you a little bit of an edge on the recruiting? In other words, where you where's the next Tyler going to come from? Yeah, I think we, we've got a, a few guys that we can still look at that can and add to our team. I think we've got a really good group already coming back, and maybe uh, maybe a, a few more will decide to come back, right? But uh, uh, for us, it's it's uh, we have a good foundation of young players that that want to make plays and want to get back on the field. I see a hungry group, man. I'm telling you that there's a even though it hurts to lose this game, I see a bunch of guys in that locker room that can't wait to 22 season and uh, they're really excited to get to get out, out to that that USF game out in Tampa so we're looking forward to getting back out there and and, and uh, showing showing up but I you know for me it starts right now I can't wait to get moving and watch this film grade it and get better and and uh, you know ask our players to get uncomfortable during 22 offseason because we need to get better what do you think is good <coughs> what do you think will determine uh, what Tyler Algier wants to do uh, next year I want him to, to make the right decision for himself and and, uh, and feel comfortable with whatever he decides because if he decides to go to the NFL, he's got to be committed to it. And if he decides to stay, I want him to be committed to staying because uh, it's got to be his decision. He's got, He has to feel 100% good about it, and then uh, away we go. You know, So uh, uh, for me, I'd love to have guys come back, but um, it's got to be their decision. I, I would have loved to have all those 13 guys come back, including Zach, you know, but uh, the, the truth is, uh, the guys are committed to what they decide on. I want them to, to make these grown-up decisions, and and but I also want them to know that we want them back. And and uh, I think there's a good good chance that a bunch of those guys will come back and will be better. And I think uh, they still have to get some advice from others too. You know, there's a lot of guys that left that I don't know if they decided that they would do that if they had had another decision to make, another chance to make the, a better decision. Well, it wasn't the biggest crowd of the year for BYU football, but uh, you have to applaud the efforts of everyone who made their way to Shreveport to sit in the wind and the rain and, and cheer your guys on today. That's right. Uh, Cougar Nation showed up, and, and it, I mean, it's a hard place to get to. They did. They drove uh, a lot of miles to get here, and, and it was wet, cold, and they cheered, and they made a lot of noise, and I'm so thankful that they follow us, and we have the best fans in the world. It's, it's an honor to be the coach here and to have them uh, you know, just just love us so much, and I promise you, in 2022, we're gonna make some great m memories for them and, and give them something to cheer about. We look forward to it. And and Kalani, this year contains so much from game one through game 13, opening in Vegas, uh, defeating Utah, winning as many P5s as you did, getting into the Big 12, playing in another bowl game. So many positive things about which to be really happy and. And uh, this is an upward trajectory, certainly for you, the staff, this entire program. Maybe we could just uh, leave you the final word today to end our broadcast and our season with uh, sharing whatever you'd like to with our listening audience at the end of this. Yeah, of course. I, I think the, the and appreciate that the the um, the concept and the, and the culture in our team is something that's not new. It's something that Lavelle has done. It's something that follows in line with our gospel, and the teachings of Christ. And so we're going to try to do everything we can to be great disciples of Christ and better followers and and, um, and work to get better but I think it's important that we stay positive and, and uh, I think the only embarrassment shame guilt all that stuff stops you from growing uh, let's stay positive let's work together and get better and believe in each other and I think good things will happen for us I really have a, a positive uh, 
um, attitude towards it. I see these guys work extremely hard. They care and they're thankful. And I'm I'm honored to be be the you know the head coach here to to work with wonderful young men. But man, I'm so excited that I'm that as a fan, I get to connect with with the best fans in the world. And I can't I can't share my appreciation enough for the the fans. Hope they know how much our our program and and our coaches love them including myself. Yeah. I love them so much. Well, they and we do. Kalani, thank you. Happy holidays, safe travels, and we'll talk again soon. Appreciate it. Go Cougs, as always. Thank you. All right, that is Kalani Sitake, and that'll do it for our entire crew back in Shreveport and at BYU Radio. Our final score today, UAB 31, BYU 28. That'll do it for Cougar football. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Basketball Sports Network. BYU Basketball is next. Good night.